Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. I'll make room for you, God. Do whatever you want to do. Except that. God, I love you. I give you my heart. Help me in my marriage. But not in that area. Church, let's not play church. Let's not pretend to be Christian. Let's believe what we believe. I, I feel the contention in the heavenlies at the moment. I feel like we are standing on the precipice of revival and breakthrough, of stepping into a new day, of seeing things we haven't seen before. But the only way we get there is to lay it all down, to let him do what he wants to do. God, do what you want to do, but please don't do this. God, take me there, but not in this direction. I love what it says, shake the ground of all my tradition. We've got ribbon that we do life at. We've, we've found out how to do life, and so we that's how we do life. But if God's ways are better, why am I still trying to do life my ways? Why do I still keep picking my life back up? Break down the walls of all my religion. Can I, I just want to go there this morning. Is that all right? We've got a little connect group going on. Everybody's away. I don't know where they are. But... What's religious in your life that needs to die today? You do it because you've always done it. You do it because that's what was instilled to you as a young must. You have to perform. You have to achieve. You have to excel. You no, you don't. You have to be. Will you let God shake the ground of your tradition today? Will you let God break down those walls? Because I can I tell you this: if we don't let God in, our families won't work. Our marriages won't work. Our kids won't have seeds sown into their life. They won't walk in His ways. If we, what, is, what does it say in Proverbs? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. The problem is, we believe in God, but we don't trust in God. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, 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 God, I believe. But for you to have the blessing of heaven upon your life, you have to trust yeah. in you. And we all have trust issues. We all have trust issues. We got trust issues from the past. We got trust issues from learned practices. We got trust issues from how we've been portrayed by others. We've, we've all got trust issues. But we have to lay down fears, lay down others' opinions, lay down anxieties, lay down 
and say, God, have your way. Can we sing this through one more time? And I want it to be a declaration of your heart, a desperate declaration. I don't want to play church. I want this is a house of transformation. I'm literally believing for miracles today in marriages. Miracles in parenting, miracles between siblings, miracles of health, miracles of provision, miracles. And I got Keith and Erina. The devil's played his last card. And the scriptures say what the, the, what the devil means for evil, God means for good. And where he thinks he's detracting from and taking from your life, this is actually a season of rest that God's leading you into. A season of rest and refreshing, and he is going to make a way. When you just say, you know what, regardless, I'm trusting. Regardless, I'm walking in your ways. Psalm 1 says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, sits in the way of mockers, or stands in the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. On his law he meditates day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by streams of living water that yields its fruit in season. I'm telling you, what the devil thinks is, is taking from you, God is going to return to you multiply because of your faithfulness. And right now is the time to fight. Right now is the time to just say, if that's all it is, that's all it is. And I'm standing on the rock, and this is what this is what we are basing our lives upon. And I'm telling you, I literally see clouds parting. I see the sun shining down the goodness of God coming upon your life. You're about to enter into days that you've only ever dreamt of. Do not grow weary in doing good. For in this season, you will reap a harvest if you do not give in. God is good. God is good. Let's just let's just lay it all down this morning. Let's just lay it all down this morning. We got time. I don't. If I don't get to a message, we don't get to it. Let's just let's just have a moment with God this morning. That changes everything. That shifts something on the inside of us. It's time to fight. Stop getting pushed around. I love the angst. I'm sick and tired of the devil and society and everything else having it. I'm sick and tired. When are we going to get sick and tired? When are we going to rise up? The Bible says be self-controlled the word. Because the devil, your adversary, runs around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He can't devour those of faith. He can't devour those that are surrendered. He can't devour those that worship wholeheartedly and unreservedly and give everything they have to God. Amen?
Do whatever you want to. Do whatever you want to. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that your word will come alive to us this morning, that we will leave this place changed, that we will have life infused into our souls, Lord God, that something will shift supernaturally, spiritually on the inside of us, that we will leave here with eyes that see and ears that hear. God, we give you all the glory this morning. Have your way. Your way is better. We love you, Lord God. Come on, can we give God a mighty hand clap this morning? I don't want to get to anymore, God. I want life to be better. I want God to have his way. I want him to go before me. Otherwise, I'm living in this dichotomy of, of faith and declaration and reality. But God wants to have his way in your life. And he doesn't want you to be, yeah, yeah, I know God. No, he wants you to walk in. Yeah the reality of his promises for your life, which are yes and amen. Man, I don't know about you, but when we were singing the blessing, may his favor be upon you and a thousand generate you. He is for 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 your marriage. He's for your family. He's for your kids. He's for your future generations. He's for those that aren't yet in Christ. He's for you. He's for you. I felt the Holy Spirit come into this room. We start singing amen. When we declare amen, it's let it be so. God, I agree. God, no, no matter the thoughts that I have in my mind, the, the feelings that I have, in, I agree. I am laying it all down. God, I agree. Amen. If you leave here today and hear one thing, it's let it be. Amen. Let there be an agreement with what God promises over your life. Let there be this positioning of, yeah, I've got thoughts, but my heart says something different. So today I'm going to let the roots go down deep in my trust in a good and loving Father. God is all about family. He's described as being gregarious. He, he says to the Father in Genesis, he says, let us make man in our image. He started, he's the OG of family. We should be all about family. This is family. This is doing life together. This is seeing kids standing up the front of your future generation. We should get passionate about that. If you've had a big week, if you've been drained, that should energize you. Seeing other young lives full of faith, full of, full of passion for the future. We've we got to get excited. I want you excited. I want to get in here one Sunday and I can't even preach because you're so loud. And you won't stop worshipping. And you won't stop praying. And you won't stop declaring. I, I, I look forward to that day. Because it will tell me there's a fire burning on the inside of me. But the switch is being flipped. Because i got to tell you, this, this life is, is vigorous. It's treacherous at times. There's opposition. But we're, we're not un- unaware of this. We're, we're prepared because we're part of the army of God. He's given us the armor of God. And he says, stand up. 
now. I believe today's the day where the, the church needs to stand up and rise. And I'm going to call you out this morning. Stand up. Don't sit down any longer. Don't live subject to your circumstances. Don't let your marriage get you distracted. Don't let your parenting style be dictated to by the things of this world. Rise up. Take a hold of truth. Take a hold of what God declares as it promises towards your life. And go, this is how I'm doing life from here on out. Amen. Give somebody a high five or a handshake. I'm going to need a bottle of water, please. Grab your seats. Thank you, guys. You're amazing. I'm a little excited. I don't know why I'm getting so excited. I have a fantastic friend of mine that's been a friend for a very, very long time. Josh Townsend, an amazing man. We've known each other for maybe 15 years or more from Sydney. Uh, a few years ago, Josh rang me up and said, I'm looking to go to San Diego. Have you got any connections over there? So we made a few phone calls, and he's just been grafted into Jürgen Leanne's family, spiritual family, church family. And he's been over there. He's done internships, and he's done uh, apprenticeship within the life of the church, and he's met his uh, beautiful wife-to-be. He's going to get married soon, so life is good. But Josh, you're an amazing man. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining us this morning. Actually, he just told me this morning I'm allowed to tell them what she does. No, all right, I won't tell you what she does, but he's, he's going to be protected. He's going to be fine. Uh, it's gone before everything, everything is good. I, I can cut it out of the thing, but I like this. This is good. I love having the kids up the front. I love having my daughter share her testimony. I love little Indy praying, and I'm like, man. Let's invite people to church. Yeah. Let's invite people with kids and youth. Last weekend, Aaron and Justin and I, we took kids to Youth Alive up at Suncoast. And it was unreal just to see six, seven, eight hundred kids having fun, worshipping God, coming out sweaty and dancing. and saying, when's the next one? That's the first thing Zach said to me, when's the next one? And unfortunately, because they're all around Australia, it's only kind of like once a year, but I thought it took me back to when we were kids. Now, I was raised religious, I was raised, raised Catholic, but then got saved at, at 18 and entered into a Pentecostal church, C3 Brookvale. Yeah. And I remember the youth days. Yeah. And I remember, if you don't do this for you, do it for them. Yeah. If you don't get passionate about God for you, because you're, you're comfortable and you're happy, do it for somebody else. Do it for the future generations. Do it for the blessing that's going to flow from your life because of your faith. And I, like that, that scripture that Ella shared, that stirs my heart. God gave her, he didn't give me a scripture, hey baby, God gave me a scripture for you. God gave her a scripture that she stood on. And that was a, a real radical transformation. Like when she was young, we would go and have every one of her teeth capped under general anesthetic at a cost of thousands because the dentist said there is no way in the world she will ever sit in a dentist chair. There is no way in the world. Like he was, he was fearful of losing his finger. Like you come in with that thing and you're in trouble. It was, but, but God did that. And God wants to do that in your life. And God wants to do that in your family. And I think at times we get so used to, yeah, I come to church, I go to have something to eat, I have a coffee, we go to connect group, we do. No, no, God wants to be central in your, he wants to be in your mess. If you weren't here last week, go online and listen to Melissa's message. It was brilliant. It's messy. The fact of the matter is life's messy. The fact of the matter is we generally make it messy. 
but God wants to be in it. So, so the title of my message today is Let God In. Let God in. Don't, don't have him sitting off in the peripheral. Let God in. Let God do the work in you that he wants to do in you to lead you to the better way. Someone that I share. Everybody wants to be blessed. Everybody wants a great marriage. Everybody wants kids that are on track. Everybody wants heaven to open, provision to flow. Not everybody wants to do what it takes to live blessed. So am I insane for it to God? Do you know one of the saddest things is just watching people here after year after year walk through challenges, walk through storms, walk through, I want to change, I want to see this, I want to, but they don't let God in. And eventually God gets the blame for the change that didn't happen, even though it was token symbolism of, yeah, yeah, God, I believe. Am I pushing anybody's bruise this morning? I'm pushing my own. But I think it's time for the church to rise. If we are salt and light, are we? Am I any different to anybody else walking down that street? Because I say I am, but do I live like salt and light? Do I flavor people's worlds? Do I illuminate people's and, and show them light? When I come around a person, is, is there a room that they were in the dark, but now they can see? Because what's in me is getting on them and bringing change and stirring something on the inside of them. Yeah. And I'm sorry, next week I'll say something nice, but today I'm going to hoot, holler, spit. Because here's the thing, I've just been thinking, I've been thinking about that song. This is my surrender. Yeah. But I didn't really surrender. I just say I surrendered. I'll lay it all down, but... Then I'll pick it all back up again. Have your way, God. Have your way. But not really. And and, Because we're all control freaks. We are. Every single one of us is a control freak. In some area of our life, you like something done a certain way. Close the fridge door. I don't want to hear it beeping. Shut the door when the dryer's on. I don't need to hear this incessant, like I'm in a plane and there's static noise. We're all all control. Let me let me share a few scriptures. Two Chronicles fifteen says, "The Lord is with you while you are with Him. If you seek Him, He will be found by you. But if you forsake Him, He will forsake you." There's another scripture in Galatians says, "Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you." And I think so often we're doing like, "God, where are you? God, I can't hear you. God, I can't sense you near." But honestly, we've popped in our little cone of silence. We put on our tinfoil hats, and then we go, "God, where are you?" Because we're doing life in the rhythm that we've formed, because that's what's comfortable. Now, now I want to be blessed, and I want to get outside of this, but I want to do life this way. And God says, "No. Sometimes you've got to come out of the cone of silence so you can hear me, because I because I pray and then I run." I pray, God, I need you in this. I need you. To, thank you very much. You've got to go. And I run. <laughs> and, and, and I don't hear what God has for me because I don't slow myself. Yeah. Yeah. But what does Psalm 46 say? Be still and know that I am God. Yeah. So if you ask God a question, wait for the answer. <laughs> if I come to Melissa and say, I need you to tell me about this and then just walk off, I'm never going to have, know the answer to what I was asking you and telling you I need to know about. But, and I know this is this is simple. It's very profound. This is, but but 
We have to do life in God's ways if we're going to experience God's plans for our life. He's not hiding. Acts 2.17, it shall come to pass in the last days, says the Lord, that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I believe we're living in these days. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. But it's all flesh that will receive the spirit. It's, it's are we willing to receive what God wants to pour out freely and generously and without measure? See, because I have to be willing to receive what God wants to pour out if I'm going to be filled. If I'm not walking, you know, it says when we, when we do life in the Spirit, let's think of the Spirit. Let's put our mind on the things of the Spirit. That it's an active choice I have to make to get to that place for God to fill me and then lead me. In Revelation 3.20, it says this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, opens the door, I will come in and be with him and dine with him and he with me. I love this. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. God is standing at the door of everyone's heart and saying, I'm here. I'm here. And he's not saying I'm playing knock and run. He's saying I'm standing here knocking. I want to get your attention. I want to be with you. But and, you. and if you open the door, you don't have to open the door. I'm not going to kick the door down. But if you open the door to me, let God in. If you open the door to me, I will come in and be with you and dine with you. It, which speaks of intimacy. And it speaks of God. And I'm going to get to this in a minute. But God wants to come in and be with you. And, and I don't know about you, but at 47, I've realized the things I strived for, the things I thought I needed, the things I went after, never fulfilled me like a moment sitting in the presence of God. Yeah. Didn't bring one, one bit of peace or one bit of joy that can outweigh a moment spent sitting with God. Yeah. And our families need us to let God in. Yeah. Yeah. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Our marriages need us to let God in. Not just play faith, not just play church. Because here's the thing, we're all smiling, we're all worshipping, we're all declaring blessing and favour, glory and power. Generations, and on you, and you get blessed, and you, we're all singing. But we're all going to go from here. And I challenge you, how long does that smile last before you start getting worried again? Before you start getting anxious about the week ahead, about that bill that's due, about that car that needs to be serviced, about that issue you haven't resolved in your relationship. Because that's not how God wants us to live. He wants us to live free and above our circumstances. Truth is, most Christians love God, but most don't let him into their lives. If you are, most people say, I love God, I believe in God, but don't, they love him near, even close, but they don't want him in their situations, in their mess, in their moments. They want him, they want him close. I like him close. I feel confident. I feel comfortable when he's close. He just doesn't need to get in the middle of my mess because I'm, I'm embarrassed about it or I'm ashamed of it or I'm burdened by it. I'm held back and I can't move forward in life, but 
he doesn't want to be on the peripheral. Yeah. And he's not worried about your mess. He hung with prostitutes and tax collectors and drunkards and everybody that society, you know, a religious person shouldn't. He did. He wants to be in the middle of your moments. Don't have, don't have Jesus as a tagline. Praise Jesus. Don't wear him around your neck like the U2 song. Just thanking him for meals or asking him for protection. Let God come into those secret places where transformation can actually take place. And honestly, if, if, if the last few years have shown us anything, it's like, you know what, society's values don't work. Yeah. The ways of the world don't work. Just because everybody else is doing this because it feels good and whatever makes you feel good, you should do. It doesn't work. Yeah. I, I think across globally, we should see it doesn't, it doesn't work. It hasn't helped. And the stats that, that Ange was speaking about before, suicide rates, are, divorce rates, it's, that's the same in the church and outside of the church, and it shouldn't be the case. Yeah. We've got Jesus Christ. We've got the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We've got the one that spoke when there was nothing. And created everything that we enjoy and see, living on the inside of us. Greater is He that is in you. I want to. I want to stir you. This there's, there's life-giving power on the inside of you this morning. There's burden-breaking power. There's miracle-working power that can get you through anything that you're facing today. It says in Ephesians 1:19, the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when He raised Him from the dead is at work in you. That power is at work in you, whether you realize it or not, whether you want it or not, it's there. Corinthians says the same spirit of faith has been deposited on the inside of each of us, but it's what I do with that spirit of faith. Will you stir it this morning? Will you get excited about it? Will you get happy? Just smile at me this morning. Everybody, honestly, too, all over the place. You've got a big mustache, but anyway, I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you. Do you feel better just for smiling? Just for getting happy? The Bible says we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I read read a thing this morning that said, um, uh, I'll tell you what it said. (laughs) I did write it down. So God has never stopped being good. We've just stopped being grateful. For your family, God is good. For your marriage, God is be grateful for what you have and allow God do what he wants to do. In the middle of that situation. Amen? Yeah. Is this helping anybody? Yeah. Most people want Jesus in their vicinity, just not their secrecy. Yeah. He sees it all. Yeah. There is nothing secret. There is nothing hidden. There is nothing that's not in the light. We want him in the vicinity, just not in our realness. Not in who I am. But he didn't say, come to me perfect. Yeah. He said, come to me. And I will make you. Come to me and I will change you. Come to me and I will do in you what you can't do for yourself. A lot of us here have been striving to be a better partner for a long time and it's a struggle. A lot of us are seeking for how do I parent better? How do I sow these seeds of faith? How do I create a, a pathway towards the future? The Bible says if anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask in faith. And God will pour out liberally and without reproach, but ask in faith. Ask believing that you're going to receive that very thing that you're... If if you're struggling in an area of family, ask God how to make it right. 
Ask God for the answers, for the direction, for the peace, for the, the atmosphere shift that you need in your world. Amen? Amen. You know, I've um, I got a great neighbour, Uncle Brian. I call him Uncle Brian. He's not my uncle. He's only about 15 years old than me, but I call him Uncle Brian because I like Brian. He's a nice guy. He's, we've got common interests. He likes to surf. He loves old surfboards. He loves family. He loves outdoors and Every now and then, actually a lot of the time, we have regular driveway chats. Yeah. His, his driveway, my driveway, they adjoin, so we sometimes just meet at the, at the pass, uh, on his porch. But in seven years of having these conversations, I think I've been in their house once wow. for two minutes. Wow. And he's awesome, and I love him. And he's fantastic. And I feel good, because even, even last night, we went out for a walk at dusk, the kids were all out, and I forgot that I left the pot boiling on the stove. Oh, yeah. I thought, what do I do? I called Uncle Brian. And I, I didn't get Uncle Brian, I got his wife, and, and I said, can you go in next door? She says, I've never been in your house. I said, I'm sorry about that, I'll, I'll guide you in. So I showed her how to get through the side gate. I didn't show her, I rang her on the phone, I said, go in through the side gate, go in through the laundry door. If anybody ever comes to our house, you'll get in. There's, there's, no, there's no security, there's a key under the bat, you're fine. Help yourself to the fridge, whatever. Um, but she went in, she goes, oh, but I can't see, it's dark. I said, oh, I will turn the lights on and go upstairs. And she turned the pot off, it was boiling over. And I, just, I, I said, I'm going to run, we're about... We're at the leaver's house, and I was about 15 minute walk away, and I'd say, I'm going to run. She goes, you can't run, you've got bad hips. And I'm like, well, I've got good hips, but I can't run because they're prosthetics. So, um, I've had a double hip replacement. Um, and so she ran, and she runs like Cliffy Young. Does anyone remember Cliffy Young? Now, I like Cliffy Young. Like, and he ran in his gum boots. That's how Lucy runs. Now, she never stops, and she gets where she's going. And when she got home, she goes, I just realised I'm that much fitter than I thought I was. It's awesome. That was the lesson to be learned. But, but what I'm saying is, is, in about seven years, I've been in their house for two minutes. And I got this revelation where Jesus I don't want to do life on the driveway. Yeah. I'm knocking on the door and I want to come in and dine with you. I don't want to have driveway conversations. I want to be invited. We can, and they'll be good. And and we'll have some fun. But here's the thing, on the driveway I see what it is. Because his, his driveway, his, his garage door is always open. And I see his whole collection of surfboards, and I see his lawn cut, and I see his car polish. I see what is, but in the dining room, I see what can be, because we talk, wow. we connect. There, there's there's revelation. There's there's transference that happens in real relationship. And as I was preparing this, I felt like I, I want to come in and do real life with you. I want to come in and change things that need to be changed. I want to get into the middle of that mess that you created or others created. It doesn't matter. I want to be in the middle of that because I can do what you can't do yeah. for yourself. Yeah. That's what we want for our families. We want to let God in. We want you to make that decision. And, and guess what? It's not always sexy. It's not always, yeah. Sometimes God will push those bruises. And God will push those buttons. And God will say, you need to change this. And But until you let God in, let those walls down, step out from the cone of silence, take the tinfoil hat off, you won't hear or see the direction that God wants to take you in. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Jesus isn't looking for neighbours, he wants family. I'm going to pray for people, That's yeah. I think that's what we do. Can we maybe get yeah. you guys back up? And I, 
If you're struggling in any area of family at all, let's pray this one. And mate, Melissa and I, we've been married nearly 27 years, been ordained ministers for 22 years. We've done some life, we've seen some things. We have our struggles. And we have to let God in. That this isn't this isn't some people are immune and some aren't. No, the enemy roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Why don't we just make a decision today? I'm going to step into that life that God has for me. I'm going to acknowledge that his ways are better. And let me just say Proverbs 3 one more time. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Honestly, like I said before, I, I feel like we are in a days where God is about to move. Supernaturally, sovereignly, powerfully, amongst our nation, amongst families. And, the, and I honestly feel like, like that word I gave here, I, I feel like the, the enemy has played his hand. But God's got the trump card. God's got the card that's going to trump it all. He sent his son, Jesus. And I love that. You know, it is finished. Devil, you think you got me. You think you killed me. You think you took me out of the equation. It is finished. I'm doing this willingly. I'm doing this purposely because I believe in families. I believe in marriages. I believe in future generations. I believe in men and women rising up in power and strength. And I'm telling you, in the coming months, I want to I want to just let the Holy Ghost loose in our services. I want lives to be touched. There's prophets that need to rise up. There's miracle workers that need to rise up. There's business people that need to rise up in this house and say, you know what? I'm going to live according to God's ways, God's standards, according to His calling for my life. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to excel. I'm going to go beyond because of God. Let God in. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.